Hello and welcome to the second episode of the week here on Top of the List. We are here. I am Dom. This is my co-host RB. Say what's up. What's up? And we are here to discuss the latest big summer blockbuster release. It is the number one movie, um, I think, in the U.S. right now. It's, uh, you know, one of the biggest releases this year as far as um, summer films. It is Jordan Peele's third horror film, Nope. And um, we'll give a little background on on the previous films and, you know, what... if we've seen them, what we've liked about them, and then we'll talk about Nope and where we sit on it. But first, we want to give a spoiler alert because there's a lot that, you know, I personally would say that you don't want to know going into this movie, as well as the other Jordan Peele movies. You don't want to know a lot. You want to be surprised. So if you haven't seen Nope, turn us off, go watch it, and then come right back here to discuss our thoughts and opinions. So, RB... Let's 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 not get to nope yet. Let's let's talk about your previous history. You you hate scary movies. Yes. We we know this. Yes. Our listeners know that you hate scary movies. You have not seen Get Out. You have not seen Us. That's correct. Um let me just say what I I think yep. so far and then I'll hand it over to you. So yep. so far this guy was 2 for 2 before before I went and watched Nope. Get Out was a 10 out of 10 movie in my opinion. I thought it was not just one of the best movies I saw that year, but in the last decade. I think it's one of the top ten movies maybe of all time. I think Get Out is that socially relevant, that socially impactful. Really an impressive movie. And then I went and saw Us, and I didn't like it quite as much as Get Out. I still really enjoyed myself, walked out of the theater satisfied, and my thoughts provoked. So, I really was looking forward to Nope, and I wasn't disappointed. But I do want to talk... Because I know we're going to disagree on this. We already kind of discussed it. I want to know what you thought about Nope RB. All right. So you want to go with the score yet or not quite yet? Um, well, you know, people know what my score is going to be. Well, I want to hear what your score is. I, I want to know what you think first and foremost. And then I'll, I'll rebut you. All right. Yeah. Um, so as you said, I have not seen any Jordan Peele films. Uh, so Get Out and Us. Just the trailers gave me the heebie-jeebies, uh, so not not going to see either of those. Although I, I've heard nothing but praise about Get Out. I've heard more mixed reviews from us, and it seemed the critics were giving mixed reviews, more us-style reviews than Get Out reviews for Nope. Uh, that said, this was the least entertaining film I've seen all year. I'm going to give it a lower score than I gave Jurassic World Dominion, so I'm going to go with a 4 out of 10. This film felt like an utter waste of two hours in which things happened simply because we accepted that they were happening with no reason and uh, nothing really – by the end, there was not much of a development in this film. I was very interested in seeing this after finding out that it was more a sci-fi film. I didn't really think there was going to be anything that scary and I kind of feel that way. A movie that I was very frightened to go in to see, I'm not going to lie. And um, I guess even in that point, I didn't really want to be scared, but maybe just a little bit. And I wasn't really scared by this film. There wasn't really anything scary. Was it suspenseful in certain scenes? Absolutely. But overall, I just wanted more to happen in this film. And I didn't think a lot happened at all. It reminded me very much of a film I saw a lot when I was a lot younger. Did you ever see the film Super 8? Yeah, I've seen that one. And that felt the same way. It was a film that said, oh, look, we can demonstrate all this happening, but never really gave the why things were happening. And that's what sort of got to me about this film. 
There was not a why. There was a lot of exposition, and I was hoping it would be tied together on what was causing, you know, these things to happen. And nothing really was there to do that. It just this happened, and now it's not going to happen anymore, as far as we know. I don't know what I missed that everyone is loving about this film. I like, like I said, so you're giving it a four out of ten. RP, yeah. We're sitting complete opposite on this one, RP. This is a ten out of ten in my book. This is. Once again, he's knocked it out of the park in my opinion. This was like, for me, the first time I watched Jaws. That's how I felt in the theater. I was on the edge of my seat for 99% of this movie. I thought that the acting was top notch. I think that uh, Daniel Kaluuya is going to, I hope he gets nominated for an award in this one. I hope Kiki Palmer gets nominated for an award. I think they're fantastic. Um, All the characters in it I loved. Um, It went in completely different directions that I had never expected. And it, to me, is just a masterclass in suspense filmmaking. I was terrified at certain points. I don't know how you could say you weren't scared because I was literally shaking in my seat in a couple scenes. And I, I just, I thought this was one of the most unique science fiction, you know, alien style films that I've ever seen. So that, that's where I sit on it. I just, I don't see it. You know how, like, uh, so here's here's what I'm going to compare it to. You know how the there was the original film, The Day the Earth Stood Still? Yes. Black and white, 1950s, sci-fi, sort of horror film, but not much happens in that film. And then they remade it in the early 2000s, made mm. it a, a CG, true sci-fi as we know it today, sort of thriller, suspense film. Yeah, yeah. This film felt more like the first the day the earth stood still. They worked with what they had, but that is not the film that we've come to expect. Well, let's let's get in spoilers, RB. I yeah. want to know specifically, what were you feeling like the film wasn't giving you that you wanted? I wanted to know one, okay, so spoiler warning here. Yeah. I wanted to know one, who and why there are aliens in Agua Dulce or this sentient you know, predator ship. You know, why was it there? What was the reasoning? That was the biggest twist for me because the whole time I knew this was going to be a UFO movie. I thought it was going to be something like Close Encounters of the Third Kind. And we were going to, I was wondering the whole time, who are these aliens that yes, are running the ship? Yes, correct. And I was completely surprised and I love the twist that the ship itself is not a ship, but an alien itself. And I thought it was, it just really honed in on a fear that I've always had is something, number one, that's bigger than you that's looming over your head. And number two, something that is an animal, as they describe it, that is way bigger than you, way faster than you, way quieter than you, a predator. I thought that was so phenomenally done. Right, but I, we, we talk about Jaws. Yeah. We, we talk about Jaws. To me, where Jaws is better than this, because a very similar style film, a predator and prey style of film, it's believable because there are great white sharks, maybe not in the Atlantic Ocean, but the size of Jaws out there. Dude, RB, you got to stop, man. I don't know what's no, wrong with you. You I, you don't understand science fiction? I do, but I need a reasoning for why that's going on. That's all I'm saying is they had an opportunity to explain why it was there. Because it's sci-fi. It's fiction. It's as simple it's, as in Star Wars, long ago in a galaxy far, far away. Fine. Perfect. I'm there. This is but trying this to is say in that... our universe. Exactly. This is trying to explain why we have these quote-unquote UFO sightings for a long time and is explaining why it never came out 
you know, why people would never hear them, why people would never see it, and why it would, you know, go away, and all kinds of stuff like that. It was explaining UFO sightings in the past that we've seen, pictures that were taken of them. Because you can't look at it in the eye or it'll eat you? Exactly. Okay. I guess. It's like a predator. You can't, and it, and that's why, you know, people were abducted. It was explaining all of that. And I, I don't know. I just, I thought this was so unique. I, I, I really loved it. It was, I was locked in on the screen the whole time. Um, okay. I don't know, man. Now, now let's let's talk about something here. Okay. And I, I guess now with your explanation of that, it makes a little bit more sense. But everything with uh, Gordy. Yeah. I was waiting for that to tie in somehow, oh, somewhere. You didn't get it? Why it tied what, in? What did I miss? No. I, I mean, might, I understand okay. that, that yeah. people were trying to control and look at a predator and you can you show no matter how hard you try you can't and that was sort of what was his name i know his character name was jupiter but why yes. why that character you know was was trying to train it like he had kind of trained gordy and that's why gordy didn't dismember right. him we're talking about steven yoon famous from the walking dead he did a great job in this movie i think that um you know i watched this movie with my mom as well and she also was a little confused like what was the whole point with the monkey what why was that in there now, this plays into the overall meaning of the movie. Now, there's a couple ways you can enjoy this movie. Number one, you can enjoy it as a thrill suspense film, which I thought it did a great job of delivering on that. I was very thrilled and suspensed, especially towards the end. And the number two way you could read into this one, which I was talking to my family about after we watched it, was every Jordan Peele film has a deeper allegorical, metaphorical meaning, however you want to say it. For me, this represents... Hollywood. This entire film is the business of Hollywood. I mean, it's pretty obvious we have a TMZ reporter come in at the late, late uh, last half of this film. And um, to me, the analogy here was how people like people in Hollywood, especially the crew, is mistreated. Therefore, you know, number one, the Gordy, you know, Gordy, the, the ape, from the Gordy's home, which I thought was really funny <laughs> that they had a sitcom in this movie. And um, he is, quote unquote, the crew, and how he is uh, kind of misunderstood and mistreated, and then kind of he retaliates. And at, we see in a flashback that he kills all the members on this TV show except for Steven Yoon when he's a little kid. And he's hiding under the table, and then Gordy, after he murders everybody brutally with a bloody hand, goes for the fist pump, which is, you know, their signature from the show. And Steven Yoon kind of reaches out, and that's what causes him to think that he can tame the UFO. He, his misunderstanding is that you can tame a predator, and that's why he dies, whereas um, OJ's character understands that you don't try to tame a predator. You don't do that. And that's how he understands how to ward off the UFO with the flags and everything and not look it in the eye. And like I said, for me, the whole thing was about Hollywood. I mean, for Pete's sake, he's wearing a Scorpion King crew hoodie when he's r racing away from the, from the UFO. UFO yeah. And then at the beginning of the movie, the horse, they replace it with CGI because they don't respect the, you know, that aspect of filmmaking. It's, it's all about Hollywood. Another big point that they make in the film is that they want to profit off of this UFO that just was like a, it. a big knock I have on this film. Yeah. Why? You know, this thing is killing people and they want they want to get the shot and make millions of dollars, get the Oprah shot. What? Exactly. Just that's, get away from it. No, that's it's in Odolce, go somewhere else. I fully agree with you, RB. I fully agree with you. But this is a movie about 
what Hollywood is. The cinematographer kills himself for the shot in this movie. That's what Hollywood's about. It's about the paparazzi chasing down people. You think that if they well, the see... the scene where he's saying, you know, grab my camera, film me as I'm dying. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, the TMZ actor, yeah. Exactly. That's what Hollywood is. It's all, a com it's all a commentary on the business of Hollywood and filmmaking as a whole, and I, I loved it for that. And this is this is going to sound stupid, I know, but at this point, if that's what they're, they're going to go with the, the film, I'd rather have a, a well-made documentary that discusses with crew members <laughs> the abuse they go through. I'm sorry. Oh, my but God. Dude, I, that's I, not what I, this is. I just I, – I don't know. And then I, I have another question here. This yeah. is gonna, an, another kind of stupid question, but why, why did it invert itself, the UFO, at the end? Why was it all of a sudden looking like a big moth thing and not it, the UFO? Yeah, it kind of changed there at the end. That was because it got provoked, and that was kind of its intimidation because they uh, said it's an like, animal. Got it. Sort of like the di Dilophosaurus, so, so to speak, when they puff out their cheeks in Jurassic, Jurassic Exactly. Jurassic, exactly. Jurassic Making Park. itself look more intimidating because they had okay. scared it. Got it. And, you know, I mean, think about it. Kiki Palmer at the end, she races to the well to get the final picture. It's all they're trying to profit off of it, and yeah, that, that's kind of that, what that's what Hollywood does. They profit off of people's trauma. Think about what um, – I forget the guy's – was it Jupiter? The Stephen Yoon's character. Well, that, yeah, that was that was his character's name from Little he, Jupe or whatever. He brings them into his office and he shows them. He says, oh, usually I charge for this. And then he shows them a back room where he has all the memorabilia, even a bloody shoe from the killings at Gordy's home. And he says, yeah, people have come from you know Europe and wanted to spend the night in here. I don't know what they did, but whatever. And that's what the commentary on in this film is, is that – even though it's a, a, fil a film about a UFO brutally eating people and eating things up, it's also about how we can take advantage of these terrible things and make a profit off of them. And that's kind of like, are humans worse than the, than the predator? In the end, it's just exploiting an animal, which is what Hollywood does. They exploit everyone and everyone, you know, even in, in front of the camera. Think about how many stars like Lindsay Lohan, Britney Spears, they were all exploited because of they were famous. I, I mean, I guess. And and the one hint that I kind of picked up on in the film is when they refer to the ship as the viewers. You know, they sit and they watch us. But I, once again, that was something they just lightly touched on. And I wanted them to, to get more on it. And I get it. You know, the viewers are consuming, you know, the, the actors, so to speak, I guess, but that doesn't really go with, with your flow there and your timeline or your, your storyline here. Well, no, that makes sense to me. What you're saying is because like, like you're saying, it's all about making a product that'll be consumed, right? And that's what Hollywood does. They do anything to make a product that people will consume and pay them for to make a profit off of it. I don't know, man. It just, it didn't quite get there for me. Everyone's been talking, you know, since Get Out, how monumental the statements are made in Jordan Peele's films. And that's what I was looking for so much in this film because I finally found one that didn't look so scary that I didn't want to see it. And yeah. it just, like I said, it just didn't quite get there for me. I wish, and maybe that's just because, you know, this kind of film, I don't look deeper into the meaning. I'm just there to enjoy the film, but it just you, didn't get there. You're telling me you weren't scared when that when the it was hovering over the house and then blood started raining all over the house? I mean, it was a cool scene, but that's not that as scary. Awesome, I mean, I, I think we've talked about that too. You know, my idea of what's scary in a scary film. First of all, I don't like anything like demonic. That's number yeah, one. I and number two, I, I don't like jump scares. I find jump scares terrifying. So the only time there were two scenes that really scared me: the scene where Jupiter's kids are crawling around dressed up that like scared me. 
That scared me. And the stupid praying mantis going in front of the camera. I I think we, we definitely sit different on that because, like, mm-hmm. in my opinion, I hate jump scares. They, they do startle me, but to me, that's cheap. Like, that's just making oh, it's a without loud a doubt noise. Cheap, but that's what I expect from most horror films now. It's, in my opinion, something way scarier is something like, you know, The Shining, which barely has any jump scares. It, it may be a handful of them, but it's, it's like, I, like we were just saying, it's something more scary, something looming over your head. I don't know that scary is the right word that I would use. I would say maybe something, what's, what's the word? I guess un, uncanny, unsettling. Unsettling. That's yes, what I'm unsettling. saying. Yeah. That that scene. That's what scares me. Stuff the that's opening unsettling. scene with Gordy. Unsettling. The raining yes. blood. Unsettling. But what how, I say scary. How about how about the all the people that were sitting in the arena to watch the you know abduction um, of the horse? How about like if it hits on this weird fear that I always have of being sucked up and then claustrophobia? Right. All these people being totally sucked up and then going up the tube and screaming that terrified me that was so scary to me again to me that's an unsettling scene but when i say i don't want to go to a movie that's scary i don't want to see you know somebody a, a silent scene and then someone yelling really loud that's what frightens me and i mean that's yeah, i know that's yeah. stupid but there are certainly no, things that are like i said that are unsettling to the point that i don't want to see anything you know there was a trailer in this film for a, a new exorcism movie uh, yeah. called pray for the devil like Ugh, that i saw I'm that not too. gonna go see that I'm, that frightens I, me that doesn't scare me that just looks stupid to me okay yeah i don't know it, maybe it's because i don't have that like religious fear of like that kind of I, stuff i don't really either yeah. it's just yeah. a, a matter of it's it's a that is to, what, to me to the point that it's unsettling when people are like possessed and their heads are that is know, pretty rolling scary yeah. and they're you know the devil is how about smile body's all controlled. that looks terrifying yeah. that's something i will not go see I, I didn't want to see that one either. That looks really scary. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't know. It just was – and, like, I thought that was really unsettling was the the whole way that his dad died was because all the peoples that it abducts, all they can't digest anything but flesh and bones, so it drops out their keys and, and their coins, their spare yeah. change. I thought that was really haunting that, you know, that was someone's house key that fell down and, you know, I don't know. To me, that was really creepy. Okay. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I see it. Uh, see that was it? A, a creepy opening scene for sure. But once again, an opening scene like that, okay, why are these things falling from the sky? You know, and it wasn't, I don't know. Like I said, <laughs> taking the movie at its face value, there wasn't much of an explanation. And reading into it, I just, and maybe it's because, and I guess that's weird because we both have, you know, family and parents that work in Hollywood. I don't know. Maybe I just, I, I didn't see it. But yeah, it's just something that I was like, oh, yeah. I mean, now that you yeah. bring you put it out, it's it's an astute point you make. Yeah, yeah. But I I just don't know that that's the movie that I'm there to say is one of the best movies I've ever seen. I totally agree. I totally agree. I it's it's not for everybody. I thought it was great. You didn't think it was great. That's that's where we sit. Yeah. That being um, said, yeah. I want to want to circle back and say yeah. that Daniel Kaluuya, uh, Kaluuya, uh, Kiki Palmer, uh, Steve Un. I, I thought everyone, even uh, I don't know the name of the actor, but the guy who played uh, Angel from, uh, from he Pride. was awesome. I thought the acting was great. I do not fault the actors for this film not being carried. I thought the acting was great, and that's what kept me interested in the film, the dialogue. I just think the story itself, I wasn't crazy about. I, I loved the character arcs that they went on, and I liked um, the way that he incorporated, like I think I had texted you this bef- before you watched it. I told him, I said, I love the way that he incorporates something where you're feeling a lot of suspense, and then you laugh, like when the, the UFO is right over Daniel Kaluuya when he's inside his truck, and he opens the door, peeks out, and he goes, closes the door, nope, 
locks the door. I thought that was yeah. hilarious. I thought it was awesome that he does that. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And that's, to me, you know, just as much direction as it is Daniel Kaluuya and the way he's able to portray, portray the role of OJ. Uh, now, that, that all being said, I have a question for you. I saw that, I, I guess it's Jordan Peele's production company. It's called Monkey Paw Productions, right? Mm-hmm. And now traditionally that's – I think it's, it was a Twilight Zone arc. The monkey paw, you get three wishes, right, from – maybe it's so, five, yeah. but is, is this like – is that saying that he was only going to make three films and this is his last one? I, uh, I was just curious about that. I don't know. I think he's going to keep making them. I mean okay. all three of his films were number one at the box office when they came Did out. Did he so. have – because I thought for some reason I saw that it was from Jordan Peele, but maybe it was just from the creators of Us or something. I thought he had part – had something to do with the film Antebellum. Yeah, I think I think he was a producer on that one. Okay, because that was another one that I saw, but oh, another one that, unlike this, looked very scary. That I don't I don't know that I want to see. Very unsettling. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. I thought I thought this was a great movie. I would recommend it because I don't know. It just it felt like like when we were talking about everything everywhere all at once and how that was so different than everything else. I was just thinking, you know, I went into this film expecting one thing and then walking out with something completely different than what I expected. Completely I, I definitely surprised. walked out with something completely different. I will say that. Yeah. I expected, like, once again, having never seen a, a Jordan Peele film, so maybe this is just because I don't know his film style, but I walked away from this film, walked into this film expecting a blockbuster horror suspense film, especially with you telling me how you felt about it when we chatted to talk me in to go and see it. Yeah. And I walked out feeling like I had just watched an okay episode of The Twilight Zone. See, that's I think that's where we sit in the end too. Is that you know you don't you we you talked about it before. You hate films where the director or the filmmaker leaves it up to the audience to decide you know what it was about. You I know? Get, yeah, that's and, fair. That's and fair. That's what Jordan Peele does best. Is he leaves it up for us to decide, us the audience, to decide what his film means to them personally. To me, this film was really um, critical and um, uh, kind of a pessimistic look at the way that Hollywood runs in America. It was a it was a commentary on American culture and how we've kind of you know really made profit off of people's trauma and terrible things that have happened. Like you know, I mean, you can even relate it to the media, RB. I mean, how many people were watching when the Capitol was stormed? Right. I mean, right. That was people were making a profit off of that. People you still know. are, and I, I guess once again, you know, these are things that I would have never caught on on my own, on my own. But that makes the sense of you know uh, Jupiter making the the point, you know, about the Saturday Night Live skit. Yep, and absolutely. Talking about Chris Kattan playing playing Gordy and just killing it. People make fun of terrible things that happen to be. How many times have they made fun of, um, you know? Britney Spears or Lindsay Lohan going to jail and being drug addicts. I mean, that's right. a terrible thing that you would make fun of someone for having a problem like that. Right, right. And people make fun of it and put it on live TV. I mean, for Pete's sake. I, uh, I mean, it's become it's making about. a profit, yeah. not just you know making fun of it comedians, but the actual footage. Hence TMZ in this film. TMZ, exactly. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. That's that's one of the big reasons why I just kept thinking about it after the after I left the theater. That's what makes a great movie to me is that. It's encouraging me to think deeper and deeper and deeper about the film. That's why, you know, you and I, we both watched The Lighthouse. We sat differently on that one. I had to keep thinking about it. I was, you know, looking into Greek myths, what it really meant. And you were like, no, that just wasn't entertaining to me. I, I didn't understand that's, it. That's the main thing. Is when I go to the cinema, 
there, there's a point, and especially, you know, I've taken, you know, multiple different film classes from different perspectives. Most recently, I took one on cultural expressions through the media. When I'm watching a film in a class that's putting it in that lens, I can look for it. But when I'm paying 1250 or whatever it is to go sit for a movie, you know, that I'm just paying out of my own pocket and I'm not going to write a paper on afterwards, I, sometimes I just want to be entertained. And Got it. unfortunately, even though now that we sit about it, it's a very intriguing conversation. Yeah. I did not find this film itself through the two hours and 15 minute runtime that I sat through entertaining. All right. So that's where we sit on it. RB is going to give it a four. I'm going to give it a 10 out of 10. So go and watch it for yourself and decide who you sit with on this one and let us know down in the comments. Let us know in the reviews on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Let us know what you thought about the film, where you sit, as well as what do you want us to watch next? What's the next big movie you want us to watch besides, I think we're going to check out Bullet Train, comes out in a couple weeks, yep. and yep. that'll be the next one we talk about. You can also check out our Twitters down below in the description. And RB, anything else you want to leave the episode on? Yeah, so Bullet Train in a couple of weeks. I think we may be reviewing Hustle next week if we get the, the chance to the Adam Sandler uh, Netflix film, I think we have we both seen it yet? Or have you seen I, it yet? I haven't seen it yet, but um, definitely yeah. worth a watch. Very uh, enjoyable yeah. film, at least from my point of view. Maybe, maybe you know, you're going to dissent from me on that one, but I think it was a the best Adam Sandler performance, and I'm a huge Adam Sandler fan since Hidden Gem. Uh, Hidden, is that what Un Uncut this? Gems? Uncut Gems. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. Um, so I, I think it's definitely worth a watch, and I think we could talk about that next week while we wait for the big release of Bullet Train. Absolutely. We'll see you guys on the next episode of Top of the List. Later.